The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. What is going on, my Ghost Squad? Welcome to the Armed Citizen Podcast Live. This is episode number 282. Today is Tuesday. What is the date, actually? March 7th, 2023. Dude, is it me or is this year, like, kind of flying by? I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but it it seems like it's, it's definitely flying by for me. Welcome to the show. We are live, as always, on YouTube. If you're out there and you're wanting to understand what the hell is going on in this chat, leave now. It's, it's okay. I, I go ahead and give you permission. Leave now because none of this is going to make any sense for the rest of the next hour, hour and a half, four hours, whatever we go. If you want to say something, ask a question, whatever, be involved in the discussion and you're in the live chat, go ahead and tag myself or any of us in there, and we'll try to get something together as much as we can. If you want to text in the show, yes, you can text into the show. Utilize the Ghost Tactical Hotline presented by our good friends Rod and Shelly Gates over at Aegis Gun Care. That number is 530-364-4678. If you're a veteran, really anybody, but especially if you're a veteran and you're in that hole, you're in the darkness, and you're looking for that light, call me, text me, email me 24-7. I cannot give you any medical advice, but I could probably be a pretty decent ear maybe to help you through some stuff. If you are looking for someone that can get you towards some medical attention, remember two things. One, you are not alone in this fight. You have a lot of brothers out here that are willing and able to help you in any way possible. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So please, utilize the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255, the Veteran Crisis Hotline. We are spotlighting, as always, United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title, United States Marine, please see the website marines.com. And as always, we're a a member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Please go see all of your favorite pro-gun, pro-2A podcasts over at selfdefenseradio.net. Let's get this off of my ugly mug. And it looks like maybe Chase, did he drop out? Let's bring him back into the stream. See what's going on with him. We'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and start with him from Flo Rida. Um, this fool is with EAA, but he's just a goofball all in general. But uh, what's going on, Chase? Where are you at right now? Are you in the car? Are you being kicked out of the house or what? What's up, man? Yeah, I'm sitting in my like super secret studio right now. Oh, you're in Paul's room of pain, aren't you? Can't tell everybody all about that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. It's kind of cozy though. Like I mean, the you know the chairs they got some like, leather accoutrement. Don't you think it would be? I mean, he's got all sorts of fun gadgets and stuff. I feel like the stirrups with your legs up would be uncomfortable after a while. Yeah, yeah. You put those down. Like you don't use that. Like you get in the real cushy chair. It's got it's got some weird leather stuff on it. But other than that, it's pretty cool. As long as it's anyway. not sticky. Yeah, I made sure hey, I cleaned it up. Hey, I, I can't promise so anything. And, and the Oki from Chelsea. Um, what's up, Stump? Yo. I think he's here for one reason and one reason only, to defend the honor of Chicago pizza, which will not be uh, done. But you can try. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I saw your email and just coughed a douchebag as I read it and kept going. Well, I mean, it's what it is. You know, it is what it is. Uh, I live my life in douchebaggery. So, you know, it is. I'm used to it. It's all good. It's all good. Speaking of douchebags, you should introduce John. Uh, up next is uh, the king of the douchebags. I mean, the gingers. Um, he says there can only be one ginger, but there's plenty of douchebags, and he is the leader of them all. From the great, weird, kind of different state of Arizona, uh, the soulless ginger bastard himself. What's up, man? What's up? Thank you for the great introduction. I prefer to be I, called. I, I'm a hype man, bro. I'm here for you. I prefer to be called a douche canoe over a douchebag. You know, that's just my preference. I thought the canoe was your method of transportation. Dude, I'll, I'll tell you a story. I hate canoes with a living passion. I hope they all burn and sink <laughs> to the ground. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, and from the state that is four letters long and takes two people to spell it out, the weird state of Ohio. We got Chris from the 740. What's up, homie? Not much, man. Thanks for the invite. Glad yeah, to man. be here. Absolutely. Great. Glad to have you. Uh, we're going to have some fun tonight. Um, you know, it's, it's a great night because Clover ain't with us. Shh, nobody out there tell him I said that. Uh, it's going to be a fun discussion because we'll actually get to talk this time. So just saying. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, shotguns, muzzle loaders. Yeah. Uh, you're out. Stuff. You're out. Just I, don't, I don't know. Just I don't kidding. know where the little gin, uh, the little uh, leprechaun is. I don't know. I don't really care, but uh, I'm sure he'll pop up. He probably took a nap. I mean, his life's hard, guys. I mean, he probably woke up at about eleven thirty. No, no, no. He had to get up early this morning to do G's show. Oh, uh, that's probably why he took a nap then. Okay, he's probably he's probably took a nap and didn't wake up. It's okay, you know. When you when you retire slash just quit working, I mean, life gets hard, you know. I get it. I get it. He'll come back eventually. Uh, but we're going to talk a little bit about uh, different kind of guns, our favorite guns and all that. But before we do that, we do have our fun segment, um, which is the polls. And you guys know that every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday at 10 a.m., we have our polls over there on our community tab on YouTube. And we have some fun with them. And all that. Let's go ahead and, and take these polls. We'll throw them out to uh, our panelists and out to the crowd. I'll hear your your comments as well. Uh, the first one was sent out yesterday, and it's got 1.5 thousand votes. Of these, what's the better? I didn't say the best because none of these are probably the best. One of them could be. But of these, what's the better movie franchise? So I, I took some like the action kind of movies. Uh, franchises so um fast and the furious john wick rambo or lethal weapon chris we'll start with you man those are all good but i'm going uh i gotta go rambo i, I but i'm old but i like all right. rambo no 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 hey you're never gonna hear me arguing against rambo which is your favorite i mean do you have a favorite one yeah first blood would be my favorite so but, first bull was actually the very first one, right? It was called yeah. first blood. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I liked the, I actually liked the newest one. But not the last one. one was pretty badass, dude. I'm not going to lie. When he went down to Mexico. Was it that one or the ones when they went? See, I think there was actually even a newer one that I haven't seen yet. Oh, really? Okay. The last one I saw was when he went down to Mexico, like his, his, 
like his niece or something or something. I don't remember. It's the one where they had the sniper up. They had because he went in with a team and he had the sniper up in the. With the no, I, th EMG. I think this this one came out like a couple years ago. It's okay, called be the one before that one. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if I saw that yeah, one. I really like. I'm that sure one. I but yeah, did. Yeah, the, the original First Blood was awesome, but I liked them all. Yeah, they're all good. Like that was my favorite Stallone franchise. Yeah, I love the Rocky stuff, but the Rambo. Like I remember. I remember watching Rambo as a kid and then went back and started watching Rocky because of Rambo. Like I saw, I was like, oh man, that's pretty awesome. So yeah, I'm definitely a Rambo guy. Uh, Ginger, what about you? Well, this is hard because John Wick is great, but Lethal Weapon is probably one of my favorite franchises because just the quotes that you can quote from it. I'm getting too old for this shit, man. You know, exactly. Um, so and I might be wrong about this. For me, though, the lead, I don't know if it was two or three. I'm not sure. When Leo Getz showed up, it was Joe Pesci. Like For me, that was the first time I'd ever seen Joe Pesci. And I was like, I just remember laughing. Like, okay, 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 What's that? Fuck you in the drive-thru. Yeah, I mean, was that, was that like the, the first like big... Like him getting on stage and like becoming like Joe Pesci because that was obviously before Goodfellas and all that. But I'm sure he was in some stuff earlier. But I had never seen him or recognized him before that, and I was like, "Oh, that guy's hilarious." I think he, I think he good did Goodfellas. I thought Goodfellas. No, Goodfellas was at, Goodfellas was absolutely after Lethal Weapon. Um, I'm almost positive it was. Um, I might be wrong, but. Oh, uh, it was 90 know. and Lethal Weapon was 87. Yeah, there you go. There All you right, go. so I looked I looked him up. You were right. In 2019, there was a Rambo Last Blood. Okay. But then the, they brought the series back in 2008, and that was just called Rambo. Yeah, the, the la I think it was just Rambo was the last one that came out, um, and I watched it a year or two ago. That freaking thing... It might have been last, but I don't know. Whatever the one that his niece and and then he has the cartel chasing him back. Um, I think he's living like in Arizona at the time on his compound, and they show up on his compound. And oh, dude, it was awesome. It was an old Rambo, but it was like he was still a badass. It was awesome for sure. So Pesci's first thing was Raging Bull. Then okay, I don't remember him in Raging Bull though. So he yeah. must have been like a bit part, you know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just I remember for me, like the first time seeing Pesci, whether he was remembering Pesci was in Lethal Weapon. I was like, Leo gets, you know, anything you want, Leo gets. Um, but yeah. Anyways, that is not a beer. That's a Dr. Pepper. Um, all right. Uh, snobby of those, do you have Okay. There you go. There you go. Um, Chase. Huh? Family. Bro, for real. Oh, I didn't hear what, I can't hear what you're saying, bro. Oh. I said family. Oh, okay. All right. I was I like, what family. The? Yeah, no, I was I mean, like I, I thought you were like slurring your words or maybe you're a robot. No, I was you like, gotta, I don't even you hear it. You gotta get in character that's what you're saying. You gotta sound like Vin Diesel's retarded self. No, I mean, I mean 
as far as the potential to make the most insane amount of money, absolutely Fast and Furious. Because of the I think Fast game. and Furious is the li- the highest grossing fr- action franchise ever at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's not my favorite, much to my wife's dismay, because she loves that stupid franchise. I like, I like the it's... first couple. Like the first couple were like the very first one was great. Um, yeah. The second one was pretty good. I didn't even mind Tokyo Drift. It wasn't bad. Um, but yeah, ever since then, it's like, come on, like when they brought in the, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not against the rock. I like the rock. I think he's pretty funny, but they start bringing in the rock and states them and all these guys. I was like, okay, now it's just getting like weird. Let's just, you know, when they sit ludicrous to space, this on, is man. true. Yeah. Yeah. The first two were about the only great ones. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't call them great, but they weren't bad. You know? No, I would say it all seriousness. Lethal Weapon, because it's such a classic franchise. You know, modern day, probably John Wick. Yeah. Are you using like a dollar store headset again today? No. No, he went to Walmart this time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't don't turn your head away from your phone because it's cutting out when you move your head too far. It is. Well, at least it's getting, like I said, maybe it was, I thought it was just me. I was like, but I didn't understand he was saying earlier. He was like, what? No, I mean. Apparently my apparently my headset is just terrible. Yeah. Well, freaking Bose. I don't want you, you you need to have your boss pay you some more money so you can afford like decent shit. You know. I know. Yeah. That's what I get for that's what I get for buying stuff off Snob's website. The highest no War, Gary War Gary Shot says Com. the highest grossing movie franchise Marvel. Yeah, but I'm saying like, I, I think that like in the action category i think the fast and furious or something like that is like the highest grossing i don't know i, I thought i saw it somewhere i might be wrong about that but uh, for, uh well we got i forgot we got greg in guys uh was welcome greg in from uh new york prepper what's going on homie um the first poll question of these not saying what's the best but of these what's the better movie franchise fast and furious john wick rambo or lethal weapon I'm definitely gonna say Rambo. Good man, you're right. <laughs> as far as far as I'm concerned, I like all of them. I do like all of them. Uh, Rambo and John Wick are my two favorite. Lethal Weapon probably comes in third. Fast and Furious comes in fourth. Um, but I, I, I don't mind them all. But as far as the 1.5 thousand votes, John Wick overwhelmingly wins with 62 percent of the vote. Um, which we knew that was going to happen. And oh, by the way, in a couple weeks, the new one comes out. Chapter four comes out. Can't wait for that. Uh, in second place with 17% was Rambo. 11% in third place with Lethal Weapon. And coming in in last place at 10% was Fast and the Furious. Um, it's because Fast and the Furious wasn't really a, really a trilogy or whatever it was. It yeah, I mean, I, I think I think that if it was, if Fast and the Furious ended after like the third or fourth movie, like it would have, I think people would have thought more. But but like I said, now they're coming out with new ones, and it's just like, man, like let's like when Paul Walker died, it should have died. Let's just be honest. I'm a, I was a I was a Paul Walker fan, but when he died, like they should have ended it right there. Now it's just like they're they're money grabbing, in my opinion. That's just me. Oh yeah, when. When the only legitimate car guy died yeah. in the whole franchise, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why Statham showed up. Like, we gotta have like an actual car guy yeah. from somewhere. So, did you know that Jason Statham grew up and he was like a competitive like diver, like Greg Luganis, like a diver. 
platform divers. Yeah. I knew yeah. I knew he did something with swimming, so I didn't know yeah. it was diving. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There's video out there. He wasn't very good. That's why he said he got out of that pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, he wasn't very good, but it was hilarious. Uh anyway, so our next poll question, two point one thousand votes. Favorite kind of pizza. Now, these are the choices that I gave you. Obviously, you're more than welcome to bring up something else. Um, Chicago style, <clears throat> no. Uh, thin crust, hand tossed, or New York style. Prepper, I want to start with you. Of those, do you have a favorite style of pizza? Uh, I've actually never even heard of New York style, <laughs> and I'm from New York. <laughs> so, New York's like the big slices. Okay, like, yeah. That's what they call New York style. Like a yeah, piece of construction paper with toppings on top. You <laughs> shut your mouth. You shut your mouth, you dirty bastard. We used <laughs> to have a big slice place near my house that was like, it was like one slice was like like three times the size. Of oh, yeah. That's place. that's New York style. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. That's New York style. I actually like Sicilian pizza, the, you know, with the thick crust. That's my one of my favorites, I would kinda say. Like, kind of like the thick crust hand toss, but like the thicker crust. Yeah, it's like a it's like an inch like a deep or dish or something. Oh, you, you, okay. It's really bright. That's, that's getting closer to Chicago style, so I don't I don't agree with that. So <laughs> you, I might have to mute you at this point. <laughs> uh, Chase, what about you? You got a favorite style of pizza? Me of those thin crust for sure. Okay, all right. But you know, honestly, just... like a bigger. A slightly bigger slice of thin crust for sure, though. Like, but it's got to be done right, not like crappy chain thin crust, like good, like Napolitano, like thin crust. Right. Yeah. You know, like for me, I love thin crust pizza, but I feel I feel like I'm getting ripped off with meat with thin crust. It's like they're charging the same price, but it's like I don't know. I just feel like I'm getting ripped off, but I do enjoy thin crust as well. Uh, not my favorite, but I, I do enjoy it. Um, Snob, I know where you're going, so go ahead and, and, and spit the propaganda. Well, if your pizza doesn't take 45 minutes to bake, then you've ordered the wrong kind of pizza. Mm -hmm. See, you're, you you probably call it a pie still, don't you? That is a pie. See, I've never actually had real Chicago style till we were at Indy in 2019, was it? Yeah. We were oh, Indy? really? Yeah. Yeah, that was when I was introduced to it, and it is, it is definitely excellent. Real Chicago style deep dish. Now Weston says anyone had St. Louis style. I don't even know what the hell that is. Anybody know what St. Louis style <laughs> pizza is? It's, it's, it's where you run as fast as you can with your pizza so you don't get that's 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 East St. That's East St. Louis. East St. Louis style. St. Louis style. St. <laughs> Louis style is really good. <laughs> I've had St. Louis style. It's really good. You get it on in. There's like it's like brick oven kind of pizza. It's really good. Okay, All right. I never heard of St. Louis style. <laughs> you have said St. Louis style pizza shoots at you. <laughs> this is probably true. Um, I mean that's that's what it's that's fair. Um, Ginger. Uh, well, first off, Chicago style pizza is just lasagna. I'm just going to put that out there. What is wrong with you? That's fair. That's what it is. It's lasagna. It's lasagna on a crust, basically. There's yes. pasta in it. Okay, uh, really, Detroit style. If you haven't had Jets pizza, Jeez, what Detroit the hell? Like, not every so fucking city can have their own goddamn pizza style. It's Detroit, Quit making shit up, dude. Detroit style is like Sicilian, where it's got a really thick crust, but it's smaller. So it's like a kind of a deep dish with like a more bready 
style crust. I don't believe you. I I, I don't I don't I don't understand. Uh, now Wes says St. Louis has provolone cheese instead of mozzarella. Interesting. Uh, now Stan up there says, "Snob, what pizza joint do we go to a few years ago in Tulsa?" Um, there's no good food in Tulsa. No good food in Tulsa, say, except for the water burger. Oh, shut up! No, Savastano's is excellent. So I'm well, assuming you're going to go. Deep dish. It's like the second best Chicago style deep dish pizza. That's shut up. Nobody cares. In Tulsa, I doubt that. Yeah, yeah the, Tulsa. The, the family's from Chicago. So? Yeah, they fled that place for a reason. Their pizza sucks. <laughs> and so the city. They were chased out of Chicago because Actually, their pizza they do, sucks. You guys should go eat with us sometime when we're, in, when we're in Tulsa because they do have thin crust pizza. They don't only have that crappy stuff. They actually have like New York style stuff. It all looks really good. Stacy gets their garlic bread and it's really good. All right, I'm assuming that Chris is going to say Columbus style pizza. I mean, I don't know. Cincinnati style. That's that's chili. That's chili. Now I like hand tossed. I, I can't oh, okay. in the middle of thin and not too thick like a pan pizza. Yeah. I'm well, honestly, like honestly, that's really what New York style is. Yeah. It's kind of in between hand tossed and thin, except it's just massive slices. But um, yeah. that's what I like about it. My favorite is New York style because it is. In between, it's not. It's like the perfect thickness for me, and you can fold it over and all that, make it into a pizza sandwich, if you will. But um, yeah, I, I'm. I agree with John, and I'm not a big fan of the lasagna pizza. I mean, I thought Ghost was going to say high school cafeteria pizza was his favorite. <laughs> not gonna lie, dude. That was. You can't Damn tell that. me. You can't tell me that Friday pizza days weren't that bad back then. They didn't have that in Oklahoma. I went from Oklahoma. I had it in Dallas. Like where Snob's from, he didn't have that. Oh no, he didn't. If he if they did, they didn't have the good Friday pizza. No, they didn't. So know. Thursday I mean, was, was Thursday was Salisbury steak day, and Friday was pizza day, and both days were pretty scrumptious. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. No, Thursday was steak nuggets, and that's where it was at. Thursday, see Thursday for me in, in elementary, I think it was Salisbury steak day, because I didn't eat the school lunches except for Thursday and Friday because I like the Salisbury steak and I like the pizza. Just saying. See, our good lunch day was on Wednesdays. I mean, you can get pizza every day. Oh, no, no. No, well, see, I mean, I never ate ate, school lunches after, like, elementary school. Because I always, like, took my lunch and all that after that. But in elementary school, Friday was pizza day. Like, that was what we all looked for. Um, Jacob says, have you guys started looking at hotels for Tulsa or is it too early? I'm not going to be at Tulsa in April. Um, I'll be in November. The one in April is like too close to NRAM and I've got to make NRAM. Well, I want to make NRAM, but I've also got to make NRAM for some stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm skipping. I usually don't go to Tulsa in April because of work, but I will not be in Tulsa in April. I will be there in November. If anybody here... Obviously, he's snob will be because he's he lives there. But uh, Chris, are you going to make it down? No, I'm uh, coming back out with you guys in the fall, but I won't. Okay, be, yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> G says uh, in Texas, school lunch is steak and a side of steak. True, true story. True story. Uh, as far as the poll goes, thirty-four um, percent. Uh, let's see, two point one thousand votes. Thirty-four percent of the people were right and said New York style pizza. Uh, 28% of the people were almost kind of right when they said hand-tossed. Uh, thin crust comes in in third at 22%. Uh, 
And coming in dead last where it should be with 15% is Chicago-style lasagna. So That's because not enough people have had good Chicago-style pizza. Like you said you really, hey really you, good. you said it not me. There's Our no Santa such thing Donna's. as good Chicago. There's no such thing as good Chicago. And Giordano's. Uh, is that the one out and in Mr. Vegas? Ed's and Branson is not bad either. What? What'd you say? Mr. Ed's Chicago style pizza in Branson oh. downtown. Oh, you know, I've never good. been there. I've never been there. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm gonna text in on the uh, on the hotline. It says Detroit style. It's not Sicilian because the crust is super light and made with Wisconsin brick cheese, baked in a steel pan. It got its name from the use of blue steel pans back in the automotive days. And I'm a New Yorker, but I have, but New Haven, Connecticut has some of the best. So like somebody went to Wikipedia and found some shit out for us. So thank you for that. Um, it's all good. Our third and final poll of the week, uh, 1.6 thousand votes for an AR. For an AR, what do you prefer? Iron sights, red dot, LPVO, or other? Uh, let's start with uh, Snob on this one. <clears throat> well, I just, I just point shoot. I just, I see where it hits the dirt and I aim from it. That's fair. That's that. Now that's, I used to be a red dot guy, but I'm strongly growing or quickly growing into a LPVO guy. Yeah, LPVOs are great um, for certain things. I'm still more of a red dot guy, but I have a new appreciation for sure for LPVOs that I didn't have before. Uh, Prepper, what about you for an AR? Do you like irons, red dot, LPVO, or other? Which means like probably like a fixed scope or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to pick other, and uh, I have my AR set up for long-range shooting. Okay. All right. so I have AR-10s, so I have uh, like 2 to 15 power scopes, which is actually good because on the 2 power, you, you can still get pretty quick shots off at close yeah. range. Yeah. You know. Now, so you weren't here for our optics chat, I don't believe. So are you a fan, uh, especially for your long-range stuff, do you like a first focal point or second focal point for your long-range stuff? Uh. You know, I, I actually lean a little bit to second focal plane, believe it or not, uh, just because uh, up close you still get a nice big, you know, reticle versus first focal plane when you're, you know, dialed down. It's sometimes hard to see in like a yeah. close quarter situation. Yeah. And then also if depending on how powerful of, of magnification you have on the high end, when you're in first focal plane, the reticle can get really thick and cover up a lot of details so yeah um a lot of people don't know with second focal plane you can just do simple math you and can. calculate back it just takes a little bit longer you got to think in your head okay i'm not like set at the right setting let's say like your scope you know the reticle sub tensions are good at 15 power and you're at seven and a half you just have to do some quick math before you take your shot so you don't you're not way off you know but a lot of people don't realize you could just do quick math in your head, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they bring up a good question. So before we move on into this thing, let's just go through the room real quick. Um, now we're not talking about something. Let, let's talk chain stuff. Like not something that's just in a couple spots, but like nationwide chains, dominoes, you know, pizza hut, all of that stuff. Um, Favorite pizza chain, Chris. Let's start with you. Do you have a favorite one? Uh, 
I don't know if you guys even have these. Where they're all over Ohio. Donato's would be my favorite chain piece. I've never never heard of her. Them. Yeah, she sounds pretty though. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a pizza place. Oh my bad. No, I never heard of them. Uh, John was shaking his. Yeah, obviously being a freaking Ohioan. Is that what you call it? Ohioans or Ohioites or I don't know what you call each other, but he's heard of it before, I guess. Yeah, Donato's isn't bad. It it's cut weird though. They cut them in like strips. If I'm thinking well, of the right place, people from people from Ohio are kind of weird, but then spread. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they are. They're kind of like rectangle shaped pizza. I don't know. It's weird. But, That's how they yeah. teach them to derail trains as children. <laughs> I mean, that's legitimate. Uh, snob, um, favorite nationwide chain. Is Mazio's nationwide? I, I know Mazio's. I don't know if everywhere else does. Maybe it's a southern chain, but I've heard, I know Mazio's. Have you guys ever heard of Mazio's up north? And Pizza Hut, if not. Pizza Hut? Yeah, I'm not Pizza Hut. You're, you and Clover through Pizza Hut. That's something that you don't like. You you don't want to hear you don't want to hear your your Clover's name in the same sentence typically. So, but uh, so yeah, Mazio is pretty good though. Mazio is pretty good. Uh, Chase, give me some backwoods shit here. Well, I mean, when you when they used to be everywhere, like Godfather's used to be pretty legit. Godfather's was pretty legit, man. man. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Got my answer now. I forgot about Godfather. Like. You have to like find that search them out now. They're not like they used to be, but there's yeah. still a few floating around out there, and it's still pretty legit. The um, but as far as like the large chains, I tend to like Papa John's better than Domino's or Pizza Hut. I have never had a Papa John's pizza. What world do you live in? How I live in fucking Arkansas, bro? Yeah, I don't even know Arkansas. if they're in Arkansas. They're definitely not in my town. My my town has Pizza Hut. Domino's and a couple like mom and pa like are, are good, uh, but I don't, oh, yeah. they don't they don't count in this. And then my favorite, and I don't know if they're a national chain, but they're definitely a southern chain. Casey's Convenience Store. If you guys haven't ever had Casey's Pizza, it's pretty damn good. We have Hunt Brothers, like that's where the southeast where I'm at. Oh, okay. It's all Hunt Brothers in the convenience store, which is yeah. legit pizza. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, dude. Like I, I, I would take, I would take. I would take Casey's Pizza over any of them. But if I had to go like national chains, like I grew up loving CeCe's. Um, CeCe's Pizza is pretty damn good too. We had one of those here for a while. It didn't last long, but it was pretty good. Yeah. Now, Buck says there's a Papa John's and Cabot. They're not probably going to deliver 45 minutes to my house. So that's probably why I've ever had it before. Uh, Prepper, what about you? You got a favorite kind of pizza chain? Yeah, I'd say uh, I just get Pizza Hut because that's the only one we have around here. There you go. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I hear you. Yeah, we were like that for the longest time as far as delivered pizza uh, before they put a Domino's in about five or six years ago. So uh, unfortunately, with, with Pizza Hut, I always got like – I didn't like their pizza, so I always got like their pastas and stuff, which aren't terrible for what it is. But I like their stuffed crust. That's good. Yeah. Cheese in it. Oh, yeah. See, yeah, I, I could go with a stuffed crust. Stuff crust for sure. Does anybody else have Simple Simons around them? No, I never heard of it. Never heard of it. Uh, they're in a lot of gas stations. I mean, they're a, they have restaurants like we have Simple Simons. Now you guys have there. Casey's in Tulsa, don't you? Yeah. Have you I ever have been in Chelsea? Have you ever had any of their pizza? Oh yeah, it's too greasy. 
Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe that's why it's I like it. dripping grease whenever you pick it up. I mean, I've had it plenty of times, way more than I care to remember. I, I like it. Um, uh, the breakfast pizza, I burnt myself out on that. When I was no, I've never had their breakfast pizza. I eat the breakfast pizza a lot. I used to. Yeah, I never had their breakfast pizza. I don't eat breakfast typically, so. Oh, dude, if you're ever traveling to the southeast, like, you're, like, talking about, like, if Talladega happens, like, we order right. a Hunt Brothers breakfast pizza. Yeah. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Telling oh, yeah. You. Okay. Hunt nice. Brothers is actually, I love their pizza. I'll pop it I do, too. Shop. Like, now, you, you, like, you do realize that if Clover was here, he's going to say that Bucky's pizza is probably the best. I'm just saying. Does Bucky's even have pizza? I, I doubt it, but he'll still say it. No, but if Bucky was to make a brisket pizza, they would sell all of it. Oh, dude, yeah. their brisket's unreal. Mm, yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. All right, back to the news um, for AR. Um, who did I start with? I started with Prepper. Me, I think. Oh, Snob, then Prepper, right? Oh, let's go to Chris on this one. Irons, Red Dot, LPVO, or other? LPVO, all the way. First or second focal plane. Second on an LPVO. On LPVO, good man, good man, good man. Uh, Chase, what about you? Irons, Red Dot, LPVO, other. I mean, can I just go with all because I have them all? I mean, I, we all have them all, but I mean, I mean, it, it's all application based. I, I, that's, hence the question: What do you prefer, you jackhole? I mean, honestly, I started moving several years ago to LPVOs, and that's probably yeah. how it would go if I could only have one. But it has sure. to like lean yeah. one way. Yeah. Probably LPVO. Yeah. Uh, you could not be a savage and have an LPVO with a red dot. I mean, you could run a 45 I mean, on, on a I little. Do. Yeah. You could run a little 45 on a, on a little reflex or something. A lot of people are I using do. actually RMRs on a 45 now. Yeah. I've got an RMR I've mounted off on a 45. I actually got two because I got one mounted like that on a. I have a Night Force 3.5 to 15 on a more distance 308 and i've got an arm that was him flexing on us yeah he's flexing on us well don't be poor it's not hard i mean it's not like i'm trying to be jesus i mean my life goal isn't to live in a fucking like shack my whole life but you know it's where you are in life sometimes like this is just like behind me i don't have a wall like i don't have a cardboard box this is literally one of the pull down screens it's a green screen what are you what are you talking about when i bought that 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 particular night force, I legitimately should not have been buying a night force. <laughs> <by any means. laughs> I mean, I could easily buy a night force, but I, I mean, dude, I'm easily be paying a divorce attorney also. So I'm, 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 I, 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 I order, I wear shoes off of Amazon. I mean, let's just be real about who I am. You know, just the so-sos aren't bad. You know, and when you and you really step up your game and you get the ones that have the lighted soles, that's when you know you hit the big time. Oh, dude, like, I found the, I found, like, legitimate adult L.A. gears the other night. Like, I know we were talking about stuff, but, yes. like, actual L.A. gear, they re-released them in, like, 2015. I honestly, God, didn't know that L.A. gear was still around. I really I didn't, didn't either. I didn't said that. They were so but cool I, when we were in, like, middle school or late elementary, and then Walmart got them, so everybody's like, no. Oh, is that what yeah. happened to them? Walmart got yeah. them? Yeah. I, I wonder what happened to them. Okay. Oh, no. That makes sense. I still want a pair, though. I'm not going to lie. Robert says, I'm getting an AR and 6mm arc. There you go. Uh, so, Robert, what kind of optic? I'm assuming you're going 6mm arc. I'd be willing to bet he's going either LPO, LPVO or a 
go. So what are you going to get for it? What kind of optic are you going to get for it? Uh, a lot of the girls wore L.A. gear. Yes, they did. Yes, yes, they did. What they had guy shoes, too. Jeans. Jordash jeans. Hell, yeah. Many people on this Eagle panel Boys? are not old enough to know what Jordash jeans are. Now, see, see, John, there's these jeans that were kind of acid wash. I know what they are. I know what they are. John still has a pair. What are you talking about? Yeah. That's true. I I wear them all the time. (laughs) He still still wears them with his LA gear, as a matter of fact. What were those ones that had like the different colored like pegs you can put on the side of the shoe? Those Keds or some shit like that? Keds, maybe? You know what I'm talking about? It looked like a trivial pursuit pie that you could change out the colors of the plastic, like. Yeah, I don't remember that. Maybe it was just a Dallas gay thing. I don't know. Was it in an institution you were in by chance, or? I mean, I can't speak about. I can't speak of that publicly. I've been. I've, it's, it's it's a sealed documents. I'm just saying, sealed documents. <laughs> uh, Chase, we talked to you. I think did I go through everybody? You got me left. That's it. Oh, well, nobody really cares. This shit, but okay, go, ahead, go, go ahead and tell us what you want to do. I mean, sure. Uh. I like LPVO, but I also like Prism. I mean, Prism optics are pretty nice. Now, do you like them because you have like an astigmatism, or you just like the optic? I like it because of the the, ed- the etched the etched glass because it's kind of sure. like sure. an LPVO and red dot kind of combined slightly. If you, if they had a does anybody here tile. truly like an ACOG reticle? By the way, anyone like, be honest. Anybody here like an ACOG reticle? It depends on which one it is, but there are certain ACOGs I do like. Really? I have never found one that I yeah. like. Dude, like the the horseshoe they did a while back, it was the TA31, I forget, TA31G. Yeah, but that was almost basically like a BDC reticle. Like it wasn't it, a true ACOG. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now the, the old TA01 NSN, like back like early ACOGs, like before they even had the fiber on the top, the original military TA01 NSN. That's I what I know. Really like that they one. sucked. I like it, but, I, but you have to know how to use it. And it's not a... It's not a it's not Bro. the cool high speed coolness now that's for sure. When you're when 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 you're training for a gunfight and you have to freaking do math to figure out what the hell to do, that ain't right. I'm just saying. Anyways. Well, I mean, reference reference the book I sent you earlier. I, I I get it. I get it. Which again, that was not a that is not a boot camp book. That is a combat training book, which makes more sense, does it not? You had that shiny stuff when you're called to read that I'm, book. Hey, hey, hey. Pop-up books and coloring books, bro. That's what we roll with. What's the point in any fixed power? That's, I, I mean, if you're talking I, I, like I, a yeah. fixed magnification, not a one power. Like, I mean, I with to, me, to me, to me, to me, I agree with you. I'm sure if Clover was here, he would find he would, he would have. They, 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 there is a like, reason. Okay, so like the, originally, the ACOG is like the first. Like, I mean, the ACOG is the. It was the first reticle like that you could combat optics. Yes, it, it was the first one that you can maybe shoot out to. Th- the ACOG is really kind of how the thirty-six yard zero came about. Is it took the math away kind of a little bit for you. Um, yeah. Uh, so it, I, I get I get why it's important. I just I don't like looking at at the ACOG reticle. I just mean no. I don't know. 
the government yes. liked them though, style back in the day, like old six ten power scopes, like the six ten inertals, the six ten Leopolds, ACOGs, because they were relatively bomb proof for what they were. And they, they were, were and, and you're talking were about proof. and you're talking about Easy at that math. point a, a ten a ten powered ACOG would get you pretty good. That's about three to four hundred, you know, meters, you know, without having to do a whole lot of math. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, I mean, think about it. The old M40s and old M24s all had six yeah. tens on top. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Jacob, once again, Jacob's like 23 maybe now at this point in his life. He's a young 20s guy. Been, you know, kind of got into the firearm thing a few couple few years ago. But what I love about Jacob is he's not afraid to ask questions. And he, he brings some great questions he has a couple years now. Uh, he said... Uh, I hear of this ACOG thing. What exactly is an ACOG? Well, okay, well, Gary kind of spelled it out for you. Um, yeah. Basically, what it is, is originally the idea was to give the military kind of like a combat zero to where um, there's different holds and simple math can get you to where you don't have to worry about like it was just to help a reticle is going to help you get out a little bit further with your weapon without having to really worry about the math. It was, um, it's got little, I don't know, little step down dots almost, if you will. And like I said, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I understand the purpose of it. It was to help in, in, in gun in a gunfight combat scenario, help them get acquire a target very quick. Or quicker, I should say. Um, but I think that the feedback they got, at least the early ones they got back from everybody, was so bad that at least that's why the Marine Corps, I don't know about the other branches, that's why the Marine Corps went to the 36 yard zero. Is you do a 36 yard zero, you can go to zero to 30, 300 yards at you know, center mass, you're going to hit within six inches all the way up to 300 yards. So I think that that came out because a lot of our guys, at least, did not like the ACOG idea. I, to me, it's just too busy. It's just too much shit. That's why I don't like a Christmas tree um, reticle either. It's just too much shit. You know, I just don't like it. Um, anyways. Well, you were special and got your own because they made the TA-31 RCOs just for the Marine Corps. Yeah, I didn't have those. Which were actually not bad ACOGs at all. I didn't have those, so I, but, I, 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 I can't speak on that. I'm just talking about the ones that we had were primitive, yeah. and they were terrible. Oh, yeah, the early ones we had were the old NSNs, and they were not the Terrible. best. Terrible. Yeah. But I have a special place in my heart for them, too, at the same time. Now, today, and not against the other branches, but today, I know that the Marines in boot camp are issued a freaking Trijicon, and they learn to shoot the, M the M4 with a freaking optic on it. Like, we qualified with irons, and, man, it, they're, like they're handing them this Trijicon in boot camp going, here. That's because um, we're old. What was the ACOG? What was it about? Was it like a three? A it was three? a four by 32. Was it, was it four? Okay. Yeah. NSNs are four by 32s. No, the yeah, later I, RCOs are too. Yeah. I knew it was like a three or four. I, I didn't think it was much more than that. But yeah, it was definitely, yeah. I, I didn't like it. I mean, that's just me. It's just me. Z-Web's comment earlier too is also What do you say? The eye relief was terrible. Oh, I, Still terrible. So, like, honestly... Like the eye relief, like let's be real, scope bite was our thing with ACOGs, especially the early ones. 
like scope bike was was definitely a, a thing. Um, especially if you never really like I had never shot with an optic before, you know, and and I didn't learn how to shoot with an optic. We got it out when we got out in the fleet. Um, and yeah, you had to get for me. I for me, and I can't speak for anybody else. I had to get like right up on it. And um, yeah, scope bite. The, the fear of scope bite was real, for sure. Um, let's see here. Favorite shotguns. Okay, real quick before we move on to this, we are going to get to our, our favorite gun section. Um, sixty-six percent of the one point six thousand votes said red dot. Sixteen percent said irons. LPVO came in third at fourteen percent. Other was three, and most of those were uh, more of a long range scope. Um, so let's go into favorite shotguns. We got a question out there from Spectre Solutions. Prepper, let's start with you. Favorite shotgun? Do you have a favorite shotgun? Um, I would say probably uh, for like tactical purposes, I would say a, a Remington eight seventy or. Okay, or sure. Mo Mossberg. Um, for hunting, I like the Mossberg 500. Uh, yeah. They're good. Yeah. So that, those are the ones I have the most experience with anyway. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I, I've got a 590, um, and I enjoy that. It's got the, the, the tactical grip on it, the kung fu grip. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, the 870 is, is – I mean, you, you go you, – you take an 870 or a 500 to anyone – and are there better shotguns? Absolutely. But those things, either one of those things will get pretty much anything you need to get done with. That's why they've been around and so for so long. Sure. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I know the Mossberg 500 went through military trials, right? They, they tested it out for the Army, I think it was. Oh, don't get me in line, but I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't the case. I'm sure they did. Chase might know that, being an Army dude. He's also a fucking, like, shotgun or a firearm historian like this dude knows yeah, it was shit the, in his mind the 590 a1s were adopted like there's an nsn number and all that stuff on the 590 a1s so is the 590 at the 500 or is it the, are you talking yeah. about the 500 series yeah i mean 500 I series. So, yeah. it's the 590 the 590 yeah. is specifically beefed up for the military right so i'm, I'm sure that's where the, the pistol grip came in because of all that i guess yeah, like they did specialty models like speed feed stocks, bayonet. Now I will say a lot of the breachers, a lot of the breachers, they they do run um five nineties. Um, oh really? Yeah. Um they're they're sawed off, like they're they're legit like is that mostly what they use those for in the military, just for breaching? For shotguns? They, I mean the ones that use it I for mean, CQB. I mean, I guess you could. I never know, like we never did. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess you could. The only time we ever worked with shotguns is if, if one of our breachers was was messing with them. So it was usually a breaching tool for us. Okay. I can't speak for anybody else, but for us, it was definitely breachers had the shotgun. They were sawed off, you know, to where they could fit, like, have a little holster, back holster type thing that took yeah, no yeah, space up. So they just, you, you put that right there on the lock, pull it, and, it, you know, it'll breach a door pretty quickly, um, you know, slugs and all that. So, um I never actually got any shotgun training in the Marine Corps because I wasn't a breacher. So uh, I never like really got to, I mean, I shot them, but I never like, they never like really taught us anything about it. They just like point and shoot basically, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so for sure. Um, Chris, what about you? Uh, favorite shotgun? Do you have one? Yeah. my I, I love the 1187. Um, that's so I, you guys know this. Most people know this. I don't know shit about shotguns because I don't care enough about shotguns. So when you say 1187, 
like what so brand it's is Rem- this? It's Remington semi. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. I've I use that gun for everything. I shot three gun matches with it. Um, oh wow. Okay. Dove hunt with it, and then I use it in Coyote Dry. It's just been a great gun. I mean, I've done a lot of, of work. Of course. With it, but... Of course, this freaker shows up when shotguns <laughs> mentioned. What the hell? Um. Um. So yeah. So three gun. Three gun are they running slugs typically in that? Is that what they do in three gun of slugs or is it shot? Yeah, we just use shot. Just oh, do you? Okay, yeah. I, I wasn't just sure enough what they knock did. plates over, knock the poppers over. But all right, now are you using birdshot or buck or what? I just run seven and a half. Oh, okay, okay, but okay. Now there are different levels of three gun matches where they'll have like a mixture of double lot buck, slugs, and birdshot. Um, it just depends on what what three gun matches you're running. Yeah, yeah. The ones we did, we always just use birdshot, just cheap stuff. Yep. Yeah. X Adam One says that's a lot of patches back there. I'm assuming he's talking about John. Uh, Ginger is proud of his patch back uh, background for sure. Uh, Mister FNH says FNSOP is my favorite shotgun. Well, no shit. Your name is Mister FNH. I mean, come on. Uh, speaking of the Ginger Bastard, do you have a favorite shotgun? <clears throat> I've got three. So I love the Mossberg 500 series, just proven. Love the, the Ithaca 37 series because I love bottom bottom eject on those, and there's no – they're just fun. And yeah. then uh, it's got to be the Benelli M4 if you're talking semi. Just – it's expensive. That's, it's that's, the expensive. I, that's the iconic one. I mean, right. honestly, you know, that's that that's the – the 870 of this of the semi world right you know i mean a lot of people are catching up to them now like beretta's coaching up with the a300 and mossberg with the 940 but it's all the just the look of it it's just so sexy yep yep uh snobby favorite shotgun ever an 1897 okay all right Although I do want a 940 since he said 940. I'd even take a 930 because I'm poor, but <laughs> either or. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Chase, what kind of redneck bullshit do you like down there? Well, I mean, if Clover is here, he'd like be, he'd be like tingling. Oh, he's already, like, he's already, he's already sucking the, the balls of Gerson saying the MC312, just saying, so. I mean, obviously the three twelve is a fantastic shotgun. Yeah, if you're I, I haven't like shot it, so I don't know. Overall, I mean, there's several shotguns I like. We all know this because I do like shotguns. You do, you yes. know, it's a little, little different. You know, honestly, like one of the most iconic for me that I would absolutely love to own, but I don't want to, you know, mortgage a house for one is a Parker twenty eight gauge VHE grade. So how much like, does that thing run? Like, like, a, like the same prices like a. a like when you find one, because I mean, they're these are all old. Like these are old American, like craftsman built guns. Like okay, small villa in Italy, you could buy cheaper. Yeah, they're like fifty to hundred like, plus. Oh snap! Okay, so it's like legit money. Yeah, I mean they're amazing shotguns. I mean it's is it shows you the best of like old world American craftsmanship. These things are amazing if you ever get to see one yeah. in person. 
like the okay. craftsmanship is fantastic. I'm sure I've probably seen them in, in Tulsa, but I just didn't know what the hell they were, you know. Yeah, in a Bro, more like, realistic like, world, like me walking nine, around and stopping and looking at shotguns, like that shit doesn't happen. I'm just, I'm not gonna lie, you know. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you ever go to like one of these, like, if you go to Tulsa and go like where all the high grade like safari guns and high grade shotguns are, and start looking at the craftsmanship behind some of these things, it's pretty amazing what they are. But yeah. they also yeah. cost as much as a new truck. Yeah, you should just come to Tulsa this November, Chase. You'd enjoy it. You should come out to Tulsa, man. Seriously. I haven't been like in all seriousness. Like oh seven, so I would love to see it now. Oh, it's crazy! It's awesome. We we have a good time, man. We'll we'll take you take take you to get some Tulsa Mexican food. Nice. Yeah, I hear Tulsa Mexican's fantastic. <laughs> um, here's a question I want to throw out there. Talk about favorite guns. Uh, I'll start with Snob on this one. In shotgun world, like, what's your favorite like style of shotgun? Over, under, side by side? I mean, like, what, what's like, what's your favorite style of shotgun? I don't know. What's the purpose? What are we doing with it? Fuck, I don't know, dude. I don't use shotguns. We're just having fun and over and under to shoot clays with. Okay, so if, if it's clays, you're shooting your sport sporting clays. You're going over under. Um, okay, I mean. You're talking to a guy that doesn't shoot shotguns, so like I'm, I'm just trying to I'm trying to have a, a conversation here. Motherfucker's getting sensitive and shit on me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you're like, what the fuck are you doing with it? Well, goddamn it, I don't know. Shoot it, you know. <laughs> you gotta, I mean, shotguns have specific purposes. You got. I hunting, get that. I get traps and clays. Well, and just stuff. say what your favorite shotgun is to shoot. How about roll that way? Yeah. All right, there you go. What's your favorite shotgun to shoot? Over and under. This TriStar TT15 trap gun is probably my favorite one to shoot. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Prepper, do you have a, a – what's your favorite shotgun to shoot? Uh, I mostly shoot pump actions. So okay. I, yeah. I like sure. those. They're good. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what about you? I'd have to say my favorite, as far as fun goes, would be my VR80, my Rock Island Oh, VR80. it's not. Yeah, I've got a couple of – I've got I've – got, uh, I'm not sure which ones they are. I've got the bullpup one, and I think I've got I mean, the regular semi-auto one, 12 gauge. I don't know if that's 80 or 90 or whatever. But I've also got a bullpup uh, from Rock Island, and I'd say with that bullpup's fun as hell to shoot. That little AR bullpup shotguns fun as hell to shoot. So yeah, the Rock Island they did a pretty good job with those shotguns. They're fun. I'm assuming like the VR80 is the, a- the AR style, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Get I've the, got one of those, those big long bullpup. nineteen round mags for it. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it, he's it's literally like enormous. I just yeah, can't get cool. behind any of the box fed shotguns. It just looks so weird with the mag sticking out the bottom. I I I, 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 I get it. No, I get it. Weird. But like for me, like I've never been a big fan of shotguns. So for me, like seeing an AR style shotgun. Like looks normal to me. Does that make sense? Like I know that it's not normal for shotgun people, but for someone that doesn't do shotgun a lot, like, like an AR style shotgun looks like normal to me. So uh, I mean, that's why I like them a lot. I don't know, uh, but I get I'm what so, you're saying. It does look weird. I'm still gonna take you like sporting clay shooting one day. Never done it. And you're gonna be like, God dang it, shotguns are fun. This is stupid. I hate myself. No, a bunch of my buddies, like off the X out there, lands and buck. And I mean, all, all of my buddies shoot shotgun. They shoot at our, our gun club here, and they do the track and skeet. You might as well shoot sporting clays. Yeah, they're kind of. They're kind of pretty close to their time. I mean, all the doctors. Yeah. Do it. 
Yeah, so. I mean, it's a it's a gentleman's sport. That's how I got started. Is that why the 16 gauge is a gentleman's caliber? Uh, the, the well, 28 gauge is a gentleman's caliber. Come on. Is that what it is? What's a 16 gauge? What is it called then? 16 gauge is the old backwood redneck caliber. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay. My so grandfather's sweet 16 done just killed more of everything and everything else. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like you're, you're neck of the woods. So. Yeah, Clover's dying inside because I'm talking crap about I'm surprised that he hasn't jumped in yet. I am too. You know? Maybe maybe sending him the wrong link finally worked, you know. Finally worked. Um, John, favorite type of shotgun? Uh, like me a good pump, but a side by side with two triggers is always a good time. Where you, <laughs> where you can pull both both barrels at once. That's always a fun time. I mean, that that, that does sound kind of fun, you know. Now, Clovertech's starting some shit out there, Chase. He said, no, no, no. 16 is a gentleman's gauge. Chase is just Nobody wrong on that one. cares about 16 gauge. Yeah, if he wants to argue, he can, he can get in here and argue. That's what so. I'm saying. I'm always keep just talking crap because I can now because he's not here to defend <laughs> himself. 16 uh, gauge is like the redneck caliber, and he knows it. That's why he's all about it. Did we ask you what your favorite is yet, Chase? No, but it's over-under. That's the only correct answer. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, for me, I mean, let's be honest. Like, I've got six or seven shotguns. Like, two of them are the AR style. The rest of them are pump. So, I'll probably go pump. Um, but for me, honestly, the AR style, like, my, my bullpup shotgun, I love that thing. Like, I, I love that thing. So, um but you're talking to a guy that doesn't do shotguns, so let's just take that as it as it is. Clover says, I didn't say anyone cared. Just defensive. throwing facts deal. Huh? He's getting defensive yeah, just, out there. He is. He is. He just is. everybody keep talking shit about 16 gauge and just he's, he's getting defensive, but yet he's scared to come in here and argue live. He's doing it from like his pajamas in the recliner, you know. I think he just woke up. He still might be in bed. He might just woke up from his nap. So he might not be thinking straight. Let's just give him that. You know, he's in his um, he's in his lucky PJs right now. He's literally lucky PJs. <laughs> uh, screaming Skullslands! I finally got me some nine. Oh, go down here. Got me some nine millimeter Black Hills Honey Badger ammo, and man, that stuff is accurate as it is nasty. That is some nasty stuff. Um, the nastiest stuff. We'll go for this one as well. Uh, the nastiest, like nine mil. You guys. Ever shot any of that that ripped R.I.P. ammo? The gimmick R.S. stuff? Yeah, dude, but that is some nasty-ass shit. Like, like I wouldn't want to be shot with that shit. Now, I don't want to shoot it because it might not, it might hurt the gun and myself. But if that thing comes out, that projectile is pretty freaking nasty. I've seen, I've seen some ballistic gel tests, and that thing will rip your insides to shreds. Uh, what's your Hopefully guys? The rip runs better than the Talos. Well, same guy. <laughs> I mean, I think it was just rebranded, wasn't it? Honestly, yeah. no, the Talos just... is the other, it's a different style bullet. No, oh, okay. yeah, he sent me some. Same this is both of it. It doesn't it's like the run. Cheap, it's like the cheaper, like you know, it's the dollar general brand. So it's like it's like the Wolf brand or something. Yeah, it's the same guy making them both. Yeah, yeah, I get you. 
Uh, open discussion at this point. Not to go through the room. Just open up. Like, what's the what's the nastiest projectile you guys have shot? I've seen. Well, I used to use DRT, so it's compressed metal and copper. Yeah, and when, it, when it gets wet, when it hits, it ex- basically explodes in the wound cat and just creates this huge wound cavity. It's like a bunch of little buzzsaws going off. Okay. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Chris, you were going to say something. Oh, I, no, I just, I mean, I reload my nine millimeter. So I've got some nasty rounds I've made. Um, I got some 90 grain XTPs that are stupid fast. And I was kind of curious what Screaming Skull had. To, I was wondering what the feet per second was on that. But as far as factory ammo goes, I hate to say this about Winchester, but they've got a newer round out called active duty. And uh-huh. I've been, I want to actually try to make it myself, but it's, it's a one fifteen grain, but I ran it through the chrono and I was getting 1340, 1350 feet per second out of it, out of my PDP. And it is just stupid. Active. And, and who made this? It's a Winchester. It's okay. called active duty. Um, but it's uh-huh. a great, great round. Interesting. Um, little, Never heard of it. Little pricey. I mean, it's. I think it's like. I want to say I was paying forty bucks for a hundred rounds of it, but um, it's. Well, that's not terrible. I mean, all no, things considered, I mean, you, know, you know, it's not any fifteen dollar box for fifty, but right. Um, it, it's an actually really good round. If you see it in a store, yeah, uh, grab it and try it because um, yeah, I will. I really sure. like it. Uh, think, prepper, oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead, John. I think what that is is I think they rebranded the old talons because I got in trouble for the talons, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's what the SXT is. That's what Ranger, yeah. Is, yeah. Ranger. Is, that what, is that what Ranger is? Yeah, like SXT was supposed to stand for same exact thing or something. That's what they were saying. That's so dumb. There's yeah. so many bullets out there that are way better bullets now than the Talons were even then. Yeah, but but but, but black Talons. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Prepper, what's some of the nastiest stuff you shot? I mean, I mostly just shoot jacketed hollow points for you know personal defense carry yeah. stuff. Yeah. But uh, what, what what brand do you typically use, or do you kind of do go between different brands? Um. I usually actually have a lot of Underwood ammo stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. I'm going to work up some hand loads eventually, hopefully this year. So Nice. Yeah. Nice. I do have um, an elephant gun that shoots steel jacketed solids. Those are pretty nasty. <laughs> but that's not really personal defense Holy ammo. Hell. <laughs> Damn. I bet I you that, that would be nasty. I elephant gun playing around to test all that in. Uh, I mean, 50 BMG birdshot. Jesus, 50 BMG birdshot. Wouldn't that be something crazy? Shit. Uh, okay, the little bastards here. We'll go ahead and add them to the stream. Islands in the stream. All right, speak your piece or, or forever hold it. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, well, I figured you were gonna come in here and start talking shit about shotguns with Chase and get into the old 16 gauge argument. That'd be great TV. I'm just saying. Well, it's not an argument. The fact is, the 16 gauge is the gentleman's gauge. That's what that's, I thought too. But he corrected me and says a 28. Factual. 
and I'm a, and I'm not even near so, a shotgun guy. And I, I mean, need I a gentleman's caliber. But I've always heard the 16 gauge is a gentleman's gauge. Also. The 16 gauge is the gentleman's gauge. I just like screwing with Clover one, but two. Nobody cares about 16 gauge anymore. So therefore, the 28 so, gauge is now the gentleman's gauge. So I would agree that that as far as a gauge that fits the description of gentleman's gauge, 28 gauge is a much better fit. I would agree yeah. with that. But in the, the turn 16 of the century, was actually called the gentleman's gate. That was yes. his nickname, right? Yeah. 16. So I wasn't fucking crazy. So you got you no, it's thinking just, I was crazy. I was really hoping no, Jason would double down on that, though. No, yeah, I mean, 16 gauge at the turn of the century was considered the gentleman's gauge because stuff like 28 gauge wasn't really a thing at the time. Yeah. But the modern, like the description of it, the 28 fits it better. Clover's right. I hate to admit it. God, don't say that. We like, we. <sighs> And shows over. And, and well, over. I mean, he knew I was. He knew exactly what I was doing. Yeah, but when you got it, like, as someone who's like ignorant about shit like that with me, like, I felt good about myself remembering that the sixteen gave the gentleman. And then you just like shot my dreams down in a heartbeat, bro. That hurt me a little bit, man. I appreciate that. All right, Robert Adams. I know Robert Adams' favorite submachine gun. He says the MP5, hundred percent. Uh, probably in second place, like would an Uzi be considered a submachine gun? I think it would be. So I'd probably go Uzi in second place, but, uh, oh, yeah. definitely, definitely MP five, uh, would be mine. Um, Clover favorite submachine gun, <laughs> a sawed off shotgun. Probably is what he's going to say. What is, what is that? <laughs> Street sweeper. <laughs> Street sweeper. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't go like a sawed-off shotgun. I would probably go. That's not a submachine gun. I would I'm probably, just joking, dude. I would probably go Uzi over. over would you? Be five, I think. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, 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 and, and you know what? If anyone does it, I would not. Or, I mean, I'm partial to the MP5. Most people know that, but the Uzi is yeah. pretty fucking awesome. Let's oh, they're cool. Honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're cool. I mean, they're either one is iconic. So yeah. Yeah, Prepper, do you have a uh, preference on submachines? You know, I haven't really shot any, but hopefully this year I'll get out to like a full auto range here. Yeah. Um, but I, I really want to shoot an MP5, uh, mm. hopefully in the spring. Now, the semi-autos, like the Sentries and the, and the Zeniths and all that, they make great little semi-auto MP5s. They're fun as hell. But yeah, you... Every, I think everyone should experience two things in their lives. A full auto, like true MP5 and a true full auto AK. Like honestly, a, a, a true full auto AK is pretty fun to shoot as well. So, um, but yeah, uh, if you get a chance to shoot an MP5, like a, an actual, you know, real MP5, then I think you, you'll enjoy it for sure. Uh, Chase, what about you? I mean, I have been lucky enough to shoot a ton of SMGs, and hands down, the MP5 still yeah. puts a smile on my face every time I every shoot time. one. Every time. Absolutely. Every Close time. Close second, though, is yep. a Schmeiser, an MP40. Okay. I mean, which is the grandfather of modern submachine guns, anyway. Sure. I was going to... What was the grease gun? Um, so I was going to say, the M3, if you ever, ever go somewhere and have M3? a chance. The, the yeah. grease gun was pretty fucking awesome, too. I've grease guns or because I've never shot one, but so I've held slow. one. 
the one that I held wasn't it wasn't able to be fired, um, or the guy just didn't want me shooting it. I don't know. Yeah. But holding a grease gun, you're like looking like you know World War One technology. Going, Holy hell! Like how did this thing like function? It's awesome. It was a GM headlamp assembly is where they came from. <laughs> right. I mean, the thing is, if you ever get a chance to shoot a grease gun, if anybody's not shot one, do it. Because it's such a slow rate of fire, it's nothing to it. It is so much fun to shoot. Yeah. Everybody thinks you're going to want to go, you want to shoot a Thompson. Oh, I want to shoot a Thompson. It was iconic. And Thompsons yeah, are I'm cool. Big, they're cool looking. They're not fun to shoot, though. No, if you shoot a Thompson and then immediately shoot a grease gun, you'll never want to shoot the Thompson again. I yeah. promise. I, I've, I've been fortunate to shoot a Thompson. And they, 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 they're, they're iconic in their look for sure. And they're heavy I just, as hell. Yeah, I just I'm not a big fan of shooting them though. Like I I love to look at them. I think they're great, but I don't like shooting them. Um, Snobby, you have do you have a submachine gun that you like? Well, I mean, I would say the MP5, but everybody else has already said that. So I'm gonna sure. go with something different. I'm gonna go with the Chris. The Vector. Mm-hmm. Yeah, One those are those I've are. Ever shot. It, it is, is so it, it is the it is the fastest I've ever shot. Um, like I remember the first time I ever shot one was like Range Day, what 2017, 2018, the first year. And you got like five rounds or six rounds, and it was like, boop, and you're over, like, oh, that's it, you know. But it was so fast, but it's so fun to shoot. It really is. I think that's probably the best modern um, sub out there for sure. I, I love Chris Vector. You know what's sure. sad is I think they gave us ten rounds. Did they really? Was it ten? Yeah, it was whatever. 10 it, they were giving whatever it was, man, it went by. 20. Like it was like decibels of a second. It was quick. And you can control it. I mean, it was it, it was it was uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan. I, I forgot about the vector. That's probably my number three, honestly. That's that's pretty badass. Uh, Ginger, uh, being a child of the '90s, I would have to say the P90 because that is iconic. That's a pretty mm, good one too. Yeah, that's, that's I forgot one. about that. I forgot about the yeah. P90, and I'm a I'm and a huge P90 fan. I'm just saying there may be somebody in this room who could probably bring an M3 Repro to the market. Just just putting it out there into the ether. It wouldn't take it, much. Cool. I mean, seriously, it wouldn't take much. It would be pretty freaking cool. <laughs> it's not, not a something whole that lot has of certain people's minds. I'm just saying. Yeah, it, there's not <laughs> there's a whole only so lot much time. Of, well, uh, chop chop, bitch. Let's go. Um, mechanically, there's not much to it. You know what I'm saying? No, so, it's really you not. Know, like the one I got to shoot years ago was like one of the later war productions, and it literally you have to like stick your thumb inside, like in the little like divot to I'm cock sorry, it. Yeah, good. Yeah, right. just trying to make stuff as fast as possible. But I mean, they work. They work great. But that's what they were. They, I mean, that, that's what they were. They, they were literally just trying to get these things out. You know. Yeah, it was like uh, Liberator pistols. It's like, it's like it's like six parts and put them together and they're gone. You know. Uh, uh, I will also have to say the MP7. It's probably better than the MP5. I'm just saying. No, it's not. MP7 is a badass gun. And it has its own special place in history. But it is not better than MP5. So shut no, your mouth. No. Because it's not. And First I'm, of all, I'm, the fucking... The, it's a strange-ass fucking caliber. So just shut the hell up. Ginger's starting shit. Let's look at this face over here. Yeah, that little troll. Here's the, here's the reason the MP5 wins every time is you have a lower that is quickly detachable. I go from 9mm to 5.56 to 7.62. I can make them freaking belt feds. I can do everything with it. It's like the ultimate kraut thing. It's amazing. Yep. Full show. Yeah, except for when I shot the MP7, they were giving you like five rounds to fucking gun to 
you go to yeah CMG and they're giving you as many as you can load in a bag to shoot in there. Yeah, you. I mean, like I yeah. said, there there is a special place for the MP7. Okay, it is a pretty cool ass gun, but it's, I I don't think it, it comes anywhere near an MP5. That's just my personal experience and my personal opinion. But it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a good. Gun. It's a cool it's gun, good. but you got to remember, snob HK hates you. This is true. Yeah, this is true. true. Uh, Chris says, "I always thought that the grease gun was cooler than the Thompson. I, I would be, I wouldn't mind having one. I mean, I wouldn't mind having a grease gun or a Thompson semi. Uh, but I, I would, I would choose the grease gun over Thompson. Um, I've never, like I said, I've never shot a grease gun. I've held it. I have shot a Thompson. Not a huge fan. How would you make um, a grease gun in semi? What's that? How would you make it? I think it, there, there was, yeah. I sold like years ago, Clover, I sold a few like that were from an estate. I got, had three of my, I'm trying to remember Did who he made them, but they himself? were, no, he got them from a company like back in like the sixties or seventies, yeah, but, but they were, gra- those were grandfathered though. No, so. no, they weren't open bolts. They were closed bolt. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's a different design then. Yeah, so it wasn't a it was a grease was gun, a true, but it wasn't yeah, it wasn't a true open bolt grease gun. It looked like a grease gun, but it wasn't it looked like a grease yeah. gun, but it was it's like when they made like the Mac copies later on and all like yeah. Intertex and all that, they were yeah, you know, closed bolt, yeah. same thing, same well, idea. You also have to have a really long barrel. It'd be like those dumb Uzis that they you see that have a sixteen inch barrel or whatever stupid looking. Yes. Yeah, but it'd be fine if it was SBR and you had to get that tax stamp. <laughs> you can't get the Yeah, you just <laughs> SBR cut that joker down, let's go. Touche, touche. Yeah, Chris talk- uh, go ahead, go ahead, Ginger. We te- we're we're, we're going to make sure that Chris bad. never talks again tonight. Yeah. He won't he won't like openly fucking be an extrovert here, so we keep talking about the grease gun. Why has nobody brought up the sten? Because the stents the stens good. The uh, the styre yeah, the, the, aug, the, the, cool. the, the, aug, the augs are pretty damn cool. What's um, the, what's that Australian gun that they feeds from the top? Does anybody know the name off the top of their head? The feeds from the top. Yeah, the sub. So the Aussies came up with a submachine gun during the war, and it, the mag went in the top. I thought that that was. I thought that was like a, an IWI knockoff, wasn't it? No, it was the. Doesn't IWI have a top feed SMG? I might be wrong about that. I'm not sure. I thought the Israelis had one at one point. I might be wrong about that. The Aussies was the Owen, wasn't it? That's what it was. It's the, the Owen. Owen. I guess yeah. I don't know what that is. Okay. Yep. A, yep. A uh, grease gun. A grease gun that fed from the top, basically. It was basically a sten that fed from the top. Eh, I remember it I looking more like a well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Chris, I'm going to bring you in here before they start talking over you again. Uh, the MP5. I mean, you've only had 20 fucking minutes to think about your answer, so. <laughs> the MP5 is always the one gun I'm always going to shoot if I go to a range where I can rent full auto guns. But, yeah, man, the P90 is P90 it's good. right there. It's It's so much fun. Yeah, I am surprised that no one brought up the AUG. Um, those things are pretty freaking sweet. You know, yeah, started it's not a, a great... sub gun. It is. There is it's a, a five five version. six. I know that, but it wasn't designed as one. Come on. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give what you that. It's still, it's, still, it's still one of the coolest designs ever, though. Oh, AUGs it's are cool. Aug. I'm not gonna lie. The AUG. It's the AUG SMG, right? Submachine. Yeah. The I mean, SMG I'm just saying it's what it's called, right? Like. Yeah, it's the SMG. But 
no, the the the, the oh, man, that's just a that's a that's a sexy looking gun. I'm just saying. Someone brought it up out here, and I was like, yeah, how the hell has that not been pulled up before? But yeah, there's so a lot of great ones is, out there. Say so what you're saying is you're a bullpup fan. You know I'm a bullpup fan. I love bullpups. I, I have I have freaking alligator arms, man. I, I gotta have bullpups. <laughs> the only way that shit works with my ass, you know. Bullpups would be so much cooler if they didn't have terrible triggers. Some of them had pretty decent triggers. Let's be honest. Not a not lot really. of them, but I've never really a lot of had a decent. I, I never have either. There's if you not, get a, there's not a lot of way around it. No, if you get a Tavor with a guys like that's about a the only tavor, way you make one halfway a tavor. decent. Oh, talking about a sexy gun, man. IWI had a Tavor. I think it was was it was it last year at the gathering. I think is where they had one. Um, they had they had it to avoid. It was it's pretty sweet. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I saw yeah. Jacob's comment out there. He said, "You guys are talking about stuff I will maybe never have the chance to touch." Uh -oh. You would be Jacob. Yeah. Actually, you'd be surprised how many gun ranges have full auto guns that you can rent. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Where's he live at? Just curious. I want to yeah. say he's in Indiana. Indiana I think he's Indiana. Yeah. Oh, dude, there's so areas I, in I there, know, for sure. I know, yeah, absolutely. Well, what's Tim's gum shot that he is? I'm sure Tim's got some kind of full auto in his shop, or the one that he's associated with. Think that's Copper Custom. Copper Customs. I'm sure they've got something there if you're near anywhere near Copper Customs. I know they got some old shit that he imported last year, a couple years ago. He's got plenty of. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little touchy situation still. I don't know. Yeah, we found, like, I found a range just an hour from my house that I had never heard of. And they've got, I don't know, at least a dozen different full autos you can rent there. So, yeah, they're, yeah. Out, they're out there. You talking about the Bullet Ranch? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, there's some out there, Jacob. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe not absolutely. one you know of, but yeah. you can absolutely find them. This is interesting, uh, Robert. Kind of going I don't know, away from guns a little bit, but it's kind of an interesting concept. That my bug out vehicle is a Dodge M thirty seven. If you guys had a bug out vehicle, like if you could build one for overlanding, I wouldn't say a bug out, but maybe for like an overlanding type thing. Would you guys have in mind what, what would you think about doing? Let's start with Chris on this one. If you if you could build an overlanding vehicle, do you have something that you would have as your base? Uh, cars, cars and trucks. This is out of my wheelhouse. Um, yeah, you drive a goddamn rebel. <laughs> That's a good start. I'm a rebel. Uh, Are those allowed I, in Ohio? I don't know. I got one here. Hopefully. I mean, I think rebel would be offensive in that area. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, snap. Uh, yeah, he's not. Uh, when I was, he's not I'll tell you what. Honestly, when I was, uh, totally <laughs> derailed his trip. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we got him flustered at this point. Uh, my dad. When I was growing up, my dad always had international scouts. I think I'd want. Oh, I'd want oh yeah, scout. That's not a uh, bad oh, yeah, choice. Those are awesome. freaking bulletproof. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, that's a pretty damn good one. That, that's strong. That's a strong one. That's gonna be tough to overcome. That one. Uh, let's try. Ginger, you got one. 
Well, I mean, I would say a Suzuki Samurai, but oh, everyone geez. would just make fun of me for it. Just out here. <laughs> Push it over. Yeah, I just turn real sharp. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you go with a Pinto jacked up so you'd explode if someone back into you? Instead, it'll be just as much fun to roll. I mean, yeah, a Reliant Robin bug out truck. Come on. Oh yeah. Oh, Guns and Barbecue says a fire truck. That's interesting. Um, Um, I would have to say, I I gotta love Kurt. Kurt. Stalbuck, a friend of mine, he's got a uh, oh God, he's got gladiator. a gladiator, and it's fucking sick. Just saying. Okay. Don't, snob, don't hate Snob. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go to Snob and let him hate on you a little bit. Because all the gladiator guys are douches. Just hang out any off-roading forum or Facebook page. Are you, are you calling Kurt? I'm gonna text Kurt right now. Yeah, text him and tell him I said that. I had a gladiator for a year and I got rid of it. So because you didn't want to be a just, just saying. Just like saying I've watched American gladiator. I've watched American gladiators. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> uh Snobby, what would you if you could do a base, what would you say? I'm going with the power wagon. Oh, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch, you took one. Yeah, the old Dodge Power Wagons, especially if they were like the old World War II that were like decommissioned that had like the suspensions. Man, those Power Wagons are badass. Weston's got a good one out there. The Toyota FJ62. That's a good mm-hmm. one. So mine is a Hilux. Uh, you guys, they're not allowed in America pretty much. Um, if, if the Hilux was allowed in America, it would shut down every truck company there was like the Hilux is the most badass piece of machinery out there. I'm just saying. Just the question is, would it, yeah. Would you have a Dishka or a PKM mounted in the back? You gotta have a, you gotta have a Dishka. I mean, like for a lot of reasons, the Dishka is going to have to be there like hundred percent. Um, now the Dishka is no, 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 damn straight. But see here, most of the time the Dishkas weren't on Hiluxes because they couldn't like, they were in like old beat up Toyota pickups. Like the, the disco weighed more than the freaking truck did. So it was hilarious back in the day. But uh, oh, yeah. you know, the Hilux is the Hilux is badass, bro. I would have gone with the power wagon, but my second is definitely a Hilux. But thanks for Snob for stealing mine. So I went ahead and said mine. So my so no one else would steal my, my second choice. But uh, Chase, what would you go with? Fucking Raptor or something? I mean, Although, realistically, like a super star destroyer. But Jesus, like a snow walker. So no, like you know, Vader's like flagship. Come on, Jesus. You have a whole like have whole armies built inside of it. Yeah. No, and I don't in all seriousness. I expected like one that of the shit old from school, Clover, not from you. I know. Anyways. And like one of the old school like G Wagons, like the old like military mm-hmm. G Wagons. Yeah. They just run forever. The only old yeah. diesel G Wagons, you can't kill them. I mean, you, and it's hard to it's hard to honestly be like an old World War II Jeep. I mean, like those things were pretty damn cool too. Those things could, if, if you could find one now, it'd be a great way to start. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Unlike a Gladiator. Just saying, just saying. Um, prepper, overlanding. You got something that would be a great base vehicle. Yeah, I actually really like the new uh, Chevy Silverados with the smaller diesel. It's the, I think it's a 3.0 liter uh, diesel. It's actually a Duramax. And those are good because, um, you know, you're still getting uh, a lot of torque and, and 
torque is really what's most important for off-roading, not horsepower. So you want that, you know, torque that you get from a diesel. And then if we're talking about, you know, a Mad Max situation, uh, gasoline is going to dry up first before diesel. I mean, not many people in America drive diesels, you know. It's just the truckers. So if there's like a collapse of society. <laughs> you can tell you're from New York. Yeah. There's more you know, diesel trucks here than there are gas trucks, buddy. What's that? I said there's a lot more diesel trucks than there are gas trucks. Come to Texas or Oklahoma. This is, well, yeah, this but is in true. general. Yeah, the, the Southeast South. diesel's yeah, king. South. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but in general, yeah. in, in the United States, most people drive gas, you know, so. Uh, it'll be easier to scavenge diesel than gas for sure. There's going to be a lot more diesel. Uh, I, I mean, maybe if in your area. But... Well, you're in Pennsylvania now, so that 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 makes sense, I guess. You know. Yeah. Plus, diesel, I mean, diesel, diesel will be easy to come by. You could just you can go you can just steal it from the trucker while he's you know killing the hooker, so it's easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a 500 gallon diesel tank. It's red, but you know. And not only that, but you can use other types of fuel with a diesel engine. Like if you can't find diesel, you can use heating oil or you can even use vegetable oil. You use vegetable oil. I would say vegetable oil for for a a short time being will work. It's a bad And and diesel engines just last forever, especially like a Duramax diesel. I mean, mean, only thing is maintenance is more specialized. So Uh, let's see here. Milsup says, just so everyone knows, I'm going to be moving to the KC area. If you're ever coming through, let me know. Maybe grab a drink and a chat. There you go. I love Kansas City. Uh, spent a lot of time. Like, just well, there. Yeah, yeah, you were. Uh, I like. I actually spent a lot of time in Overland Park. I was on the Kansas side, but it's still part of like, the whole metroplex, if you will. But yeah, Kansas City is a cool little town. I'm not a big fan of their barbecue as much as they are, like the ribs and all that. But, uh, you know. Bird ends? What's wrong with you? I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying, like, I'm a brisket guy. Like, you can uh, do some brisket see, and I'm sauce. I mean, I'm more of a Texas It's too sweet for me. Barbecue. You know what I'm saying? Eh, I don't really think it's sweet. It's kind of a chili, chili powder taste. And I didn't like it at first, but the more I've eaten it, I really like it. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like I like Kansas City barbecue a lot more than Memphis barbecue. I am not a Memphis barbecue fan for the most part. So I don't know if I've ever had Memphis barbecue. I try to say the hell. It's out of mostly Memphis. pulled pork with like the sweet barbecue sweet sauce, and, it, and it's like I don't know. That's a strange thing. It's a strange thing. Living in Arkansas, unfortunately, a lot of the barbecue quote unquote around here is the Memphis style pulled pork stuff. I like pulled pork, but just don't put damn sauce on there. The sauce kills. Yeah, but you me. basically live in West Memphis, so. Fuck you, I do not. <laughs> there is a town called West Memphis, and it's not a good spot. <laughs> Anything with nah. Memphis in the name is not a good spot. Nah, yeah, it's true. Not yeah. a good spot to be for sure. Uh, Clover, um, favorite base vehicle for an overlanding uh, spot. So I'm hesitant to even say. Oh, you say since... a fucking Kia. <laughs> no. no, much more practical and 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 Prepper brought up. Uh, I know what Clover's going to say. Of, He's going to say the jacked up El Camino we saw in, in South oh, Carolina. Oh, the funny side <laughs> of me wants to say that. For sure. Yeah. Right. Um. So no, Prepper brought up the scavenging thing and um, simplicity to work on, um, and 
you know, I, we're, I'm going to say this, assuming, you know, that the odds of a bug out situation and the world falling apart are low. Uh, I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of, oh, snap. Okay. I mean, I think about that. it. If I travel from here, have to travel from here to Arizona, you know, um, in the bug out situation, apocalyptic scenario, how many post postal jeeps are going to be between here and there to potentially scavenge parts or whatever and down that I mean, road what about like an ambulance an ambulance because those things will run forever could too. be too and here's the other thing about that too is why, why my train of thought is going that way in a in a world end scenario how many of those just get abandoned like that's what i'm saying like, you know yeah. what i mean they're just going to be sitting a, in in yards right mm -hmm. and things like that and how about a school lots. bus because we know how long a school yeah. bus will run for yeah the, the only thing with a school bus, if you, man, if you, if you, maybe a short bus, and that's funny, but like the long <laughs> bus would be kind of a pain, but like a short bus, maybe for sure. Yeah. Well, same, you can use the same parts on a short bus, right? You can, you could scavenge long buses to repair the short bus sure. within reason. Sure. If we're going, you know, into the world scenario, I'm going early 90s Chevy half ton of the 350 and find parts for those on any i mean let's let, let's let's good luck they're easy to work on you think so let's be honest the chevy 350 anything with a chevy 350 i mean might be the best all-around engine ever let's just be honest uh, and parts you can find them off of scrap or anywhere there's all sorts of chevy 350s out there in scrap so yeah, that's a good that's a good call. I mean, Clover, uh, now, you can try to come to Arizona, but we'll just set up a border. You won't be allowed in. Well, then I'm I'll just go around that. Arizona. I don't have to come okay. save you. That's fine. <laughs> your border won't hold anybody out. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> say your border ha your border hasn't closed for decades. What the hell are you talking about? Just I'll just go south first. And I'll yeah, there you go. Come there. up from the <laughs> south. And, 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 yeah, they'll just say, "Come on I in." Won't, I won't come yep. in from the east. It's all good. Yeah, it's like sure. Ray Charles is guarding the borders. Like, yeah, so, it looks pretty secure. <laughs> so nobody, nobody mentioned this, but as part of the bug out, okay, would it be advantageous to have some type of a motorcycle? Um, you can go along distance. Side side. I mean, those. we're all talking about having something that you could take a small dirt bike or something and carry that in the well, vehicle. yeah like if, if, if you if, especially if you have build a rack on the back to hold it or yeah you if know, you have like some kind of a truck that. or something yeah i could see ha having access to a motorcycle i wouldn't make the motorcycle my main no, no, but no, having no, access primary. to a motorcycle absolutely yeah. uh, I'm, I'm terrified what, of motorcycles but yeah that's a good idea you know i mean what happens especially with the hayabusa i mean who no one's going to catch you at 200 miles an hour we talk know? about something breaks down right Right? Uh, you know yeah. anything and you got to go try to scavenge apart or do this or do that i mean you're you're at least you're yeah. not a foot um yeah i i, I can I'm see the going, argument i'm just going I my truck it. i have now my rebel with my trailer and my freaking can-am commander okay there you go there you go now so <laughs> I is heard a bicycle could <laughs> no if you see so me riding Clover... a bicycle something has gone Drastically wrong in my <laughs> I would just, I would just not bug out at that point. Hundred percent has to do a road trip on like a like Dumb and Dumber scooter together. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 
Yes. That has got to happen. Just go, man. Just go. Just go. <laughs> you can make content for multiple channels for days <laughs> off of that. 78 miles of the gallon on this hog. This hog, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody's got to have PD the parrot taped to it. Weston, Weston says an electric vehicle with a diesel generator on a trailer. Best of both worlds. Not really. I mean, here's a problem with electric vehicles. One thing goes wrong and the whole car shuts down. And it's also been proven multiple times. And people correct me if I'm wrong, but I've looked into the electric vehicle thing. When you start about start talking about putting generators, whether you're hauling a generator or the generator is in the car and you've got the added weight of that generator, you because you're pulling the generator and all of that weight, you're using more electricity, and it's pointless. Go watch the Top Gear Jeff episode when they did literally that, and it was the most useless thing on the planet because there's too much weight on the diesel genset. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've always, I mean, I've read and seen, but I don't know. It's true, though. But it's the same way with solar. That's the reason they don't run solar panels all over it and everything else. Is well, by the time you start they, adding all that the, weight, you're, you kill the aerodynamics and everything else, and you're screwed. Well, that, and if it gets wet, then it stops working. If it gets too hot, it stops yeah. working. And you would think that you would think that okay, you could use the electricity to drive an electric generator, right? But then the drag on that generator makes it pointless. So it's like once they once they reach that hurdle. You know what I mean? Because we all had the, the bicycle light, right? That attached to the to the spokes or whatever. Sure. You know, it's the same type situation. And once they can ever get that battery and charging technology down, I mean, you could fire up a, a all you would have to have is battery enough to crank an electric car, and then it would power itself. Yeah. Yeah. What about have a propane powered car? Seen those little uh, solar things that cruise down the. Uh... They cruise down 66 every year. They come to town and stuff. I just share my screen. You're talking about like the actual <laughs> solar, like little racers. Yeah, they do like a yeah, 66 yeah, yeah. cruise every year. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Did you say propane, John? Yes, I did. Propane. Dude, just go away. That we propane. have the seat. Would it be powered by those. Strickland propane? Just go away. And their propane accessories. Wow, he went there. He went yeah. there, didn't he? He went. He went straight to Strickland. Wow! Taste, taste the meat, not the heat. Wow! Wow! Okay, moving right along. <laughs> uh, last question that I wanted to bring up tonight, as far as guns go, we can we can do the the bullshit section more. I'm sure. Um, let's talk the Red Dawn slash whatever scenario you want to call it. Shit hits the fan. I mean, even to an extent, maybe the zombie apocalypse, but we'll just call it the Red Dawn, whatever. And you had one gun and one gun only that you could Rise of the trannies. Oh, my God, stop. Uh, you son of a bitch. Um, one a gun. Yeah, one gun. One gun for the, for the Red Dawn. Uh, let's start with Prepper on this. If you had one gun for the Red Dawn slash Mad Max slash apocalypse like what's that that one weapon system that you would choose 
so this is just one weapon. It's not sidearm and rifle or no, no, just just one weapon. You can only have one weapon to make sure that you now you could have you know I'm not saying you have unlimited ammo, but I mean if you're if you were preparing for this and all that, if you, you only had one weapon, you stockpiled on one thing, what would it be? Yeah, for me, uh, this is going to be a little bit unconventional, but it's going to probably be one of my 300 Win Mag bolt action rifles Holy for hunting. Shit! Okay. How the hell are you going to shoot a rabbit with that? <laughs> well, he could well, shoot a rabbit. There just there'd be nothing left of it. Bad. I mean, <laughs> shoot it and clean it at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> the reason we- <laughs> <Same> cook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you wanted that bit rare, mag. right? As long as you got a headshot on it, it would be fine. Come on. The bullet's bigger than the fucking head. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you go 300 win back. Okay. Right. Yeah. For, for and here's the thing, guys. Like, he actually, like, that's that's kind of part of his channel. So I think he might know more about the hell that we're talking about, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's as far as, like, reliability goes, uh, you know, you can't go wrong with a good a good bolt action and the ones that I have are Ruger's. So they have the Mauser style claw extractor. Okay. Yep. You sure. can literally cycle that, that bolt action like upside down, you know, cause it's got the claw that feeds the cartridge into the chamber. And it's just, I mean, if you're talking about Mad Max, I don't want to have a gas gun because gas guns can, you know, jam, you know, you have all kinds of problems with gas guns. I mean, yeah. they're nor- normally they're reliable, but, you don't know what situation you're going to be in. You might not have your tools, your cleaning kit, and a bolt action is just, you know, you can shoot that thing for, you know, thousands and thousands of rounds and it's not going to fail. You yeah. know, there's no there's no gas or anything that can screw it, you know, so. Well, there's a lot to be said about that. There's a lot to be said about that. There's a, there's a reason why the AKs are popular as well. They they can shoot any condition and, you know, right. very rarely do they jam and all of that. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, snob, one gun for the shit hits the fan scenario. What would it be? Well, I really hate this choice, but it's my only choice in this situation. That's got to be a 12 gauge pump. Okay. Because you can hunt with it. You can get different loads for defense versus hunting. Yeah. Depends on what you want to hunt. You can hunt big game, small game. Yeah. It's the only option. It's not the only option. It might be your only option. But it's not no, I mean, it really option. is, though, compared to, you know. A twenty two is not that great for self defense compared to that. It's great for small game. Yeah. No, I, I hear what you're saying. Uh Chris, what about you? I agree with everything Prepper said, but I'm just gonna go with an AR fifteen with uh I don't want it not a red dot or anything. It's gonna run on a battery, probably a prism or an LPVO, and just cause two two three and five five six is just easy to scavenge up anywhere and Yep. Yeah, I gotta go AR fifteen. Probably go sixteen inch barrel, so it's a sh- little bit shorter, kind of in the middle. Do whatever I need to do with it. Get uh, it the fan. I'm putting my stock on my ten inch. Yeah, that ten inch is only is is gonna have. I I like where you're going with that because typically I would agree with you, but. A 10-inch in that scenario, now, you might also want to draw them in, but it's going to have definite limitations on range um, on what a 10-inch is going to be able to do. An 11-inch is not going to be that significant. What? I said an 11-inch with most with most 5.56 and 2.23 ammo 
the, the difference is not going to be, it's going to be fairly negligible with those uh, loads. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let you, yep, whatever. I, I would much rather have it, if I'm going to go AR, I'd really much rather go 16 inch. Now, I would love to go, you know, a 10 inch, uh, whatever, because I just, I, I'm a big fan of, of, <laughs> big fan of 10 inches. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of that. Of that. you are. Um, but, 10 inches, uh, but real small loads. <laughs> wow, we're gonna get ready to get on a really weird road here. So you better hurry we'll up. Wait, we'll wait to the after chat, folks. Um, Clove, what about you? One, one, um, one gun for the Red Dawn scenario. Browning Buck Mark. Okay. Because here's the thing, I disagree okay. with the. I, and I think if you know you took a 22 to the head, you would disagree with the self defense thing and. For the buck mark, I could certainly put a twenty-two in the head. That would yeah, be a problem. but to be fair, to be fair, I shot a cow in the head. To be fair, well, I'm not shooting cows. Their skull. We're talking yeah, self-defense. I'm to. not self-defensing against the cow, bro. So I get you, but you never know. But <laughs> you, you, well, you, you, dairy you, Mexicans might have got this cow. He brought it. He brought the. He brought the heat. Fair enough. But you got to realize too that the only. With shotgun, the advantage that a shotgun is going to have would be bird hunting. But here's the thing. You're not bound by hunting bird, I'm not that. bird hunting in a freaking shit. It's the fan well, but, scenario. But I get you. But here's that thing. If you, if you <laughs> They're are, tasty, though. If you are, you can like, wait. Honestly, the, God, I'm going, wait. I'm finding me a water source and I'm finding, I don't like fish, but I'm eating fish in that scenario because I'm not wasting ammo on freaking Who's hunting. I'm just saying. Yeah, huh? I'm sure story. What I'm saying is that you can wait for birds to light. You know, it's not like you mm -hmm. have to shoot them in flight. So, well, I don't yeah. disagree with that. So. I don't disagree with a 22. I just think I'd rather go with a 22. Rifle. I think a shotgun's a good choice. Yeah, I would say a 10-22 over a buck mark. I mean, if you're going to go 22 LR. Well, I've got a little bit easier to carry, so you're saving weight for ammunition. As far as again, when you're talking about you know eight inches, um. Yeah, you're talking about a seven half, eight inch barrel. So I mean, you're, you know, going to get pretty decent effective range out to, you know, hundred yards. I mean, certainly can shoot silhouette pretty easy. You know, I say pretty easy, decent at 110 meters. So, you know, like, are you gaining that much by going with a, with a 1022? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe a takedown. Right, right. You can break it down and it goes in a pack. You're taking I up mean, a little less room and stuff like that, maybe. I, 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 I don't have a problem with it. I'm just saying that to me, like Buckmark doesn't seem to for me, for me, like something that I would I don't know, I would choose. But I don't well, have as much I don't have like a, a, a millionth of the experience with a buckmark as you do either. So this is this is true. Yeah. I mean, that, that is difference it is an american it is america well, dude i understand that but well, no, you're with going to make a difference right like i could tear a buck mark down in my in my sleep like literally so yeah or i could tear down an ar or like that in right. my yeah exactly. absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. like trepper's choice i mean who would have picked a bolt action well let's be let's like, let's be honest i mean I'm as much as i would with it as much as I would like to say my AR would, you know, that's what it's there for. It's called a, it's called a battle rifle for a reason. That's probably would be mine. But you know what? In all seriousness, like I'm, I'm an AR guy. I'm a gas gun guy. 
um, I'd probably I'd probably go like an AR-10 and get like a 308 because once again you're talking an ammo that's going to be probably readily available, especially in, the, in this area. Um, that's what I was going to say. Bastard. Also, is AR-10. And, yeah, you can do so much, and yes, yes, you can still run CQB with an AR-10. It's going to fuck some people up, um, but you can still reach out to a thousand yards pretty easily with an AR-10. So I don't know. Yep. Thanks for stealing my idea, Ghost. God. Hey, you know what? You're smart enough. You got some weird shit in your head. You can probably come up with some weird ass German thing that's oh, been out for hundred years. Oh no, I was gonna go piston driven AR-10 because oh, okay. of all the there reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't you have the gas issues. Better... Well, and, and a piston driven is is probably honestly a better choice. You're probably right about that. Yeah, because that's um, an easy to take down, keep clean. You don't have the gas tube to is. worry about. And you don't. And you don't. Well, you don't have the gas tube. You also, like you said, um, you start getting to AK range as far as reliability. That shit ain't. It's there's yeah. a whole lot that's going to break that shit down. You know, it can get dirty. You know? can get all that. Yeah. That's probably, that's probably like, a better choice. You're right. Like most calibers besides 300 wind mag we've talked about, it's readily available ammo, especially down here, you know, yeah. for sure. Well, the, I mean, the thing that I'm not mad at 300 wind mag. Well, hmm. 300 wind mag. The thing is, is that it is, it, it uses 308 caliber projectiles. So Correct. I could still scavenge that, you know, if let's say I come across 308, which is like super popular here in PA for deer hunting. Yeah. Or 3006, yeah. I can I can pull the bullets out and, and hand load them into my 300 wind mag. Yeah. But another thing to be said for the 300 wind mag, if we're talking Mad Max, is, you know, just raw power. I mean, there might be situations where you have to penetrate things, you know. Well, you can definitely... Uh, Blow up a fucking engine with that for sure. Right, blow up an engine, oh, yeah. punch through walls. You know, possibly oh, like, body armor. In so, the yeah, body in armor the, won't be a problem. <laughs> no, in the in the G wagon go truck, I can guarantee you my bolt three hundred win is going in it. Yeah, is <laughs> if I can grab one bolt gun, that's the one that's going because I can do so much with it. But if it's a one only, yeah, I think the AR ten is the way I go. Yeah, it, 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 if you would have if you would have asked. You know that question. You know, and just and ask for rapid response, a quick response. I probably do say my AR, um, but I think overall, like an AR-10, man. I'm telling you, it's great it's choice. it's as great of a thing that you can have in that situation because you can do everything uh, all the way up to a thousand yards. And let's be honest, in that situation, if someone's out past a thousand yards. Like you're not going to be shooting anyways because they don't know where the fuck you are probably at that point, you know. <laughs> so, and that's a good thing. You don't want them to know where you are. But yeah, it's also um, where the the potential to suppress it would be beneficial because if you were at a thousand yards and running a suppressor, sure, odds are you odds are you wouldn't give away your position. If nothing else, yeah. if nothing else, uh, if, if the sound they might, but but we're talking also a thousand yards. You're probably going to hear the sound as much. And they're not going to see any any muzzle flash or anything like that. So yeah, there's a lot of different things with the suppressor. Yeah, that'd be a great thing too. And I think at that point, um, I think at that point, yeah. I mean, uh, if you're building if you're building something for that scenario, um, whatever you go with, I think a suppressor is probably pretty important for that uh, scenario. Um, no matter what weapon system you choose, 22 LR, whatever it is. Um, Suppressors and that wish.com solvent trap will be perfect for that whenever the shit is. Yeah, $19.99, bro. I'm telling you that it might be the best deal on the internet. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that, that was fun. Um, you can keep a cordless drill around. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we are. Um, let's bring Chris in real quick. And Chris, we got about ten minutes, so I want to let everyone kind of go through their thing. Uh, Chris, I want to bring you in. Let people know where they can find you. What projects you have going? You dropped a video earlier today, I believe. Did you know it? Yeah, uh, doing some stuff with that Taurus G3 Tactical online. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. You can find me at Chris from the Seven Four Zero here on YouTube and uh, Instagram. And tomorrow night we are going to have the Wednesday night live chat at nine Eastern, eight Central. There you go. It's always a fun one for sure. What's the topic tomorrow night? Do you have one yet? Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, range. Like, what makes you cringe at the range? Like, things. Oh you shit! How long, how much? How much? How long do you think that show is going to be? That can go on for about nine hours, bro. <laughs> well, you got a link, so I hope you're there. <laughs> Holy hell! Yeah. That's I'm, a good one. Yeah, that is a good one because there's there, <laughs> man alive. I've seen some. I'm sure we've all seen some crazy shit at the range, but uh, man, yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on, brother. Uh, John, uh, what organization do you want to pimp out this week, or do you want to stay with the southeastern dogs? Uh, I was going to pimp out an organization, but I got skipped over for the last question. So I'm just going to say Maudus to piss everybody in the room off. Uh, anyways, <laughs> did, I, did I skip you? <laughs> yes, a, you did. He did. He's because oh, he's a ginger. I mean, That's a ginger. Right. I thought it was going to be a flare gun. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God! All right. Wow. Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah, Southeastern Guide Dogs nonprofit charity. Uh, out of Tampa, Tampa, Florida, that gives guide dogs to veterans with PTSD. Um, I've got an event coming up May 20th with them, so we're hoping to raise... That's up in Ohio, right? That's going to be up in Ohio at the Humidor in Newark, Ohio. Uh, go check it out. Stop by. Donate. Um, you know, I'm trying to get some cool giveaways for that, so... Uh, right on. Yeah. Right on. Uh, snobby? Are you going to be doing anything anytime soon? Yeah, people want me to. I might. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, Greg Prepper, um, we're going to be seeing you here in about a month up in Indianapolis. It'll be fun to finally meet you and all that and, and hang out. Likewise. Um, I know you you got you got a bunch of stuff going on the channel. Like what what's what's going on project wise and, and all that? Like, what, what can people that may not so first of all, if you're out there and you haven't gone to, to his channel, go check it out. It does some awesome stuff. Um, but what can people be looking for down the road from you? Um, just you know, as far as like prepping stuff, I'm I'm continuing to uh, do news updates. You know, following the situations overseas, um, firearm stuff. I got some. Uh, Long range shooting stuff. I got a yeah. You went. Out, was it today or yesterday? I saw something. You went out to a thousand yards. Was it yesterday or today? I saw. Yeah, that it was a couple of days ago. I, I yeah. did a thousand yard penetration test with an ultra mag, so that's going to nice. be coming out. And then I did some uh, some chronograph testing with uh, ultra, some ultra mag stuff and so uh, some ten millimeter stuff. So that that's what I'm working on right now as far as firearms go, and then. I got to do a bunch of gear reviews that I haven't gotten a chance to to do yet. I got to review my POF Rogue AR-10 and then uh, Ruger SFAR. I'm going to do an updated review on that because I've okay, already cool. put a couple hundred rounds through. So, so far, what's that? I was just asking him. He has the SFAR? 
I do. Yeah, I have the that 20. one really interests me. It's a nice one. I, I I get good groups with it with just regular FMJ. You know, M80 ball. I get, you know, probably I would say on average half MOA with just factory, factory. Uh, you know, M80 ball. Great. It's I haven't had any problems with it. The gas. Mm. It comes with an adjustable gas block, which is good because nice. I like suppressors. So, what's that? I said that helps. Oh, so is yeah. it really about as wide as an AR-15? Uh, I would say it's it's a little heavier. I mean, it's like seven and a quarter pounds. So that's not bad, though. Yeah, it's if you want something like an mine. if you want something like an AR-15, you go with a POF Rogue. That's uh, that one's like five and a half pounds naked. So that, that's a good one. That's another one I have. That that one's nice. He said naked. <laughs> Sorry, how to say it. Yeah. Um, Clove, like, I mean, if you were going to do anything, what can people look forward to? Hello? Can anybody hear me? I got you. Yeah. I mean, I'm joking towards Clover. Clover's probably already left. So fuck him. He's muted in his sleep, obviously. Yeah. He's, he's, he's still in bed. So uh, the last segment that we're going to bring up is, is a new segment. It's called Thoughts from Chase. So uh, do you have any uh, thoughts yeah. that uh, it, 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 this could get bad? Um, anything that you really need to touch on right now? And that's pun intended. Well, I mean, I'm kind of sad, but we were talking about cow genocide, and so I was just laughing at it. it was, that's pretty terrible. <laughs> I just said cow genocide. So I was laughing. <laughs> this is true. I mean, this is true. It's like um, trimester cow abortions. That's just wrong. Jesus Christ. Really? We got to bring. Okay. All right. So that's the quickest segment wow. life ever. So that segment is no longer. Uh, holy shit, dude. Really? <laughs> God, you knew you knew better than this. Oh, I did. No, I did. I did. I knew exactly what was coming. Maybe not cow abortion genocide, but uh, but yeah, I knew something was coming for sure. Good lord, I don't know what you're talking about. This is yeah, a normal yeah. day. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Trust me, that I was understand. actually quite tame for Jay. It, it was very quite tame. Yes, yes, yes. Um, John, wait till the after gonna... chat. No, 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 no. Uh, John, uh, one way or the other, we're going to see you in Indy, right? It's been too long that we haven't seen you. Yes. Okay. Well, it's because they after wouldn't chat. come on a date with us. Is that an after chat yeah, situation? Would, okay. No. I felt but like you we wouldn't come on a date with us. We were staring at the weird TV. I that was, was not a date. Yeah. That was the was strangest. That was the strangest two-hour conversation on the Look, phone that I've ever had in my life. I mean, life. I felt like I was there to be honest. It was pretty romantic. It was very romantical. It was. I'm I mean, just glad a, they didn't a, have the phone on themselves the whole time. See, There's no I, telling what the hell was going there's, on. We were smarter than that. I'm not sharing. Yeah, I went there for lunch the other day, and I missed Chase yeah. the whole time. I was very I sad. I know. I mean, it was so good that his wife wouldn't even come because she knew better. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like, never mind, I'm going to leave what I was going to comment alone. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I said that, I was like, that was a terrible choice of words. <laughs> That happens a lot. I uh, wish you would have thought of that about three seconds ago. So, uh, no. yeah. No. no. All right. Thank you guys for watching. If you're watching this still live, God bless you. Uh, you will not be getting any money back. Sorry. It's already been spent. 
Uh, if you're watching this in replay or listening to this in podcast form and you've gotten two hours into this thing with this conversation, God bless you. You deserve an attaboy. Uh, no, it was a fun conversation. Got some good stuff in there. Thanks to everyone that um, was a part of the live chat. He said spent. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, thanks for coming out and watching this fiasco. But no, it was fun conversation. Um, looking looking forward to seeing everybody. Uh, I think everyone in this room will be in Indianapolis, which can only mean one thing. Indianapolis will never be the same. Just saying. It will never be the same. Um, Prepper, I think Prepper's staying with us, um, which is awesome. Can't wait for that. Terrible may, decision he, on his part. He may never talk <laughs> does, to me. Does Prepper he not may, know the last guy to no, sleep? No, 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 no. We, don't, we do not talk about that until he gets there. Uh, he will probably never speak to me again after Indianapolis. But, oh, boy. Uh, bring a, <laughs> bring said, a oh big boy. bottle of lotion. <laughs> uh, big bottle of lotion. Just saying. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, guys, thank you so much for watching slash listening. We do appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon. Simplify.